Culture Podcast with Alaska, Curly Castro, and Zilla Rock. Bang! Call Out Culture Podcast. We are here. I am hosting tonight, pretty much the full-time host at this point, Zilla Rock. Yeah, right. South Philly Library. I got Curly Castro making sarcastic comments in West Philadelphia. Zilla Rocco, always have to mention <laughs> South Philly. Somehow, some way, I got a South Philly umbrella. Nah, man, we up in West Philly. We Brooklyn born, West Philly. You know, stop playing with us, yo. Let's call Curly, out Carson, Curly Castro man. has lived in West Philly longer than New York, but never claims That's West not Philly. True. You don't never know has that, shouted you. out West Philly. You never that, talks about you it. Always, never. You always <laughs> talking about some damn propaganda and shit, man. Look, <laughs> I lived in West. I lived down North. Man, you know what I'm saying? I ain't never lived no South, though. Yeah. Listen to how he just said that. I live down north. That is some <laughs> shit. I down down I live down north. And then we have we have Alaska. Uh, in in what area of Brooklyn again are you in? Kensington. Kensington. Yeah. yeah. Our Ken, our Kensington is the heroin capital of the United States. Did you know that? No, and I know you're Kensington. Yeah. yeah. And then is there a Kensington? There's one in England, in in like yeah. London. And then there's right. probably one in. I, I. It's a pretty common British name, I'd imagine. It's. Probably like in Connecticut. I feel like there's no, there's definitely one in the Midwest. It feels it's like it would be one. some. Yeah. Well, speaking of Midwest, our Kensington is like the Gaza Strip and then Eastern Europe all put into one place. Fire. So you got like the Hasids, you got Middle Easterners, and then you got Russians. Fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got, you got it's a weird shit. neighborhood. A lot of people smoking cigarettes. So I'll tell you that. <laughs> cigarettes. <laughs> Fuck vapes. All right. And speaking of Midwest briefly, we have first time guest on the show all around good dude one of the most prolific rappers of the 2010s 2020s and beyond one of chicago's finest yeah. damn right uh vic spencer's here vic yes sir it's a car culture podcast he did it he got his own cheering oh, section wow. he's in the whip um, his favorite place <laughs> he's in his instagram his instagram uh that's his instagram green screen it's him in the whip yeah that shit is ill, <laughs> yo. I was in um I was in Memphis um a few years back and I went to the Stax Museum and they had like the original Isaac Hayes green Cadillac they gave him for like the sales of Shaft or some shit. Like they didn't Ooh. give him the check, they gave him this incredible tricked out Cadillac. Ooh. And it's on, a, it's on a rotating platform, and you're not allowed to take pictures of it, right? Of but course. You can, they have all the doors open. And this this Cadillac's from like 1974 or some shit. It's green, it's huge, it's like 35 feet long, and it has like a a TV in the car with a phone in like 74. So it weighs like 200 pounds. So Yo, just, Isaac Hayes was bumping the chandeliers and um, escaped from New York. He had the chandeliers <laughs> on the um, on the rear on the side mirrors. Yo, he wasn't playing, yeah. man. So I, I just say that to say, Vic, I wish all these records can get you in a place where you have the car that no one can even take pictures of. It's got everything you need. By this point now, you know, be. Like, like, like them what, what Jetson joints with a with a seat rotates, you could just you could yeah, spin, you, just you know, there. you spin around and back. Right. Not them uh pimp you my rides that don't last. Oh, yeah, he did miles. that. He did that shit. Yeah, they did. They ride. did have one where he, he spun around. <laughs> Yo, they like said they said like fifty percent of them cars did not Sold run them like eBay. after like a month because they well, people just were flipping. Them. People were just flipping yeah. them. As soon as but no, they were like some of them were very unpractical. Some of them were like the cotton candy machine, like was going crazy, and one of them was like, "What's cotton candy?" If you take a fucking Toyota Tercel and put an eighty pound aquarium in the backseat <laughs> can't really uh can't really pick up your kids from soccer that shit but anyway we got we got vic here in the house vic um right before we started recording you gave us a status update in the last 10 minutes have you started a new album 
Tell us what's going on. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> you know me, man. I'm staying like a factory out here. I'm uh getting ready to uh, drop psychological cheat sheet March 26th. Bong. Part that's part two. That's produced entirely by August for nine. Bong. The God. Crazy. Yeah, very crazy. Shouts to August. And you know, this is gonna be a, a great follow-up, man. We've 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 been let down with sequels out of all out of all hip hop existence, man. The sequels have not done us good. Nah, nah, not nah, universally. Spencer <laughs> for Hire, definitely Spencer for Hire 2 Correct. exceeded well from Spencer for Hire 1. And yes, I expect that same energy for the psychological cheat sheet as well. Uh, this is going to be, and it's no features. So, you know, mm. I, I'm really holding down my own. You know, I, I have songs with all of the greats, all of the legends, you know what I'm saying? Mm. As of late, I got with uh, a joint with Coogee cool Rap, you know what I'm saying? Ain't <laughs> out yet, you know what I mean? Fire. But, wow. you know what I mean? You know, I'm, I'm very excited about that. And uh, I haven't said anything about that. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? You guys are one of the few yes. to have that. You heard it here first. Call out culture exclusive. You call out culture. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Rick, Rick, what do you think? What do you know, think the worst rap sequel album ever is? Uh, The Blueprint 2, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, <laughs> That's a rough man, one. When you, think about, when you think about stuff like that, man, Illmatic is still Matic. That's not like a sequel. You know what I'm mm. saying? But when you think of like part twos, Blueprint the rails, 2. Number two? Mm. Yeah, Blueprint What about, two. Uh, did um, Redman do Malpractice too? Didn't he? No, he's Doctor been Name too. There's two for like 10 years. No, but he has a two. Redman has a two. It's like Doctor yeah. Name 2. You yeah. sure? That was Doctor Name 2000 when it came out. They yeah. put the 2000 on yeah. correct marketing. Yeah, nah, I don't think he has okay. a two. He was, he's okay. been hinting his muddy water yes. part <laughs> two forever. We're not going to get well, muddy didn't wait, did, Didn't two. the game do the documentary too? He might have. Because he, he, had, he had, and, he, and it's like, all right, wait. He had Doctor's disc. Did he? Yeah. What was there two point of like maybe Trick Daddies or something? Did people do any two point when that when that cyber stuff was real hot? Did somebody do a mm. two point of an album? So Redman had Redman and Meth had Blackout uh, two two. That's, that's yeah. much that's better. Okay. It's, it's that's, pretty that good. Was, that, that was better. It was not, better. That's not, yeah. not a disaster. Yeah. The the man we're gonna speak about tonight has a trilogy. Oof. Just so you oh know. my god! <laughs> what the Hollywood stories? The see Hollywood no. stories. Full spectrum dominance one, two, and three. Oh, come on, okay. man, stop. Ooh, and then, uh, and that's then, proving Vic's point. Actually, he went, he went alien resurrection on him for part four. Full spectrum oh. dom dominance repolarization. Oh, oh my god, how many, how many colons is in that title? Oh, yeah, none. It's a run on sentence. <laughs> oh, 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 this, this oh, is wonderful. Well, before we talk about the uh, the main topic this evening, we want to talk about Vic for a couple more minutes. So, Vic, what what motivates you or where did you get your work ethic from? Because I think everyone knows you as being prolific, but what do you attribute that to? Was it playing sports? Was it having like multiple jobs? Like how, how did you come to rap with this skill set? Oh uh, man, Legends rocking with me. The fact that mm -hmm. Legends rock with me, I have songs from a lot of, I got, man, I got songs out here with, with hella Legends. So every time I get this Legend nod, it's like, whoa, I got to step up my game. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I remember when Sean Price first called me. Happy birthday to Sean Price. Birthday, yes. You know, yes, he called God bless me. the dead. I remember he called me, man. And I was like, yo, I'm talking to the greatest rapper alive. And he cut me off. 
to say, man, I've been listening to your music for three hours straight. Got me in front of the studio smoking a bogey right now, about to go crazy with Lil Fame. And it oh. happened to be project songs from him and Lil Fame's project that he the wanted one that, just that, dropped. He, that he that he yeah, the price of fame. Oh, wow. yeah. Price price of fame. Wow. Wow. This is wow. way back then. He was starting to record that and he sent the joints to me. That he was like, man, you inspired me tonight. I just want to send you all the joints I recorded, and it was maybe like four of the joints from the Price of Fame. This is way wow. back when he was alive. So, uh, you know, so the, when people drop like these albums, these post-death albums, I think one of those. I think the Price of Fame is like one of those albums that was done before he passed. I yeah, really do. I think I heard that too. Yeah, that's yeah. what's up. Yeah, so stories like that, man. Um, Rock Marcy hitting me up while he's getting a tattoo. Um, called me up like, yo, son. Yo, I always thought you was nice, bro. But for me to just get up out of my seat, <laughs> somebody, somebody, he was like, man, who is this you're playing? And they were like, this is Vic Spencer. He's like, man, I know Vic. I got Vic Spencer's line. Calls me up right wow. there. Rock Marcy. And says, yo, you, 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 you're ill. You're ill. He heard this is cost of victory, the joint called Carrot Juice that they were playing in the tattoo parlor. You know what I mean? And that's those type of moments is what gets me going. Like this new one, Alchemist. You know what I mean? Mm. Alchemist DMs me. Now, I, you know what I mean? You know, I've been dying for Alchemist, you know, to work with Alchemist. And um, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the only guy that I haven't worked with. Mm-hmm. And I started working with this producer named Seb, who, you know, everybody pretty much knows that he did, did a lot of production for Prodigy. And uh, he also did some recent production for Rome Street, Shouts to Rome. Yes. And um, I decided to work with Seb. And Seb has this awesome relationship with Alchemist that I did not mm-hmm. put two and two together until later. You know, Six he degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sends me a screenshot of Alchemist saying, basically, like, man, anybody that raps over a Seb beat can rap. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. And then I leave out of that DM, goes to my Twitter DM, and there's Alchemist Ooh. saying, yo, Seb played me some shit that you guys just recorded. Hella fire emojis. And mm-hmm. I was just, like, blown away. So that was, like, two weeks ago. This song, I had just recorded that song. So nice. now that Alchemist said that to me, I feel like, man, now I got to go extra hard. Now. That's where all of the motivation and all of the inspiration come from, just getting these nods from the legends, because I feel like that's where I need to be anyway. And I set my I set the standards that high for me to be mentioned with these legends and and, and they're mentioning me. And now that's that's a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? I remember when I recorded my uh I, re- I got this joint with hella legends on it. you know what i mean it's not out yet and i remember passing a joint on with my verse on to cool keith wow. shout out to cool keith Shouts you know what i mean and that's my new thing man i send my vocals to these features whenever i'm reaching to get a feature i send my vocals through you know what i mean right. because i want these, uh, you know, I want the legends to know how I'm coming. You know what I'm saying? Right. And right. for them to give me this nod and give the okay and still rap over the shit, it just lets me know, 
where I'm at. You know what I mean? And the continuance of enhancing Vic Spencer's rap style. You know what I mean? It is beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? It's, it, it, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Where I get inspired by stuff like that. And the ill-ass beats that come in my email, of course. You got them yeah. right. And now, and now officially on this podcast, and, and we're going to take our first break and now go shift to the main topic. But now officially, 50% of the people on this podcast have gotten props from Alchemist. And the other 50, yeah. me and Alaska, it's not us. It's Vic <laughs> and fucking you guys, Castro. You guys <laughs> got time. You guys, we got time. time you know, Cash, Castro checked the box off. Vic got the check. I mean, I, me, I'm just... Been a fan of Alchemist since 1998, you know, buying the yeah. shit from Royce First the 5'9", I'm the king. I remember when I, I was on Royce the king joint. Thun. When I heard what's popping thun, I cried, man. That beat was <laughs> just so crazy. And then they, re- they they played it back in the middle of Prodigy's verse, and I just was crying, man. Just how good that record sound. Huh? Man, that's that's... That's a cheat code. That's how you get down with cheat code. Cheating. Mm-hmm. Alchemist is a cheat code. And no, mm-hmm. exactly. Jesus. Jesus shit. Master. That's the curly Castro for getting his nod. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you're here Thank next you, week on the, the Arm and Hammer Thank Alchemist you. album. Yeah. Haram. Dropping the Haram. 24th? Is it the 24th that comes out? 26. 26th. Oh, it's a yeah, cop. Arm and Hammer. Yeah, see, Castro, see, you in wow. to win. I'm just <laughs> scratching the surface right now. I'll try to be like you when I grow up. You crazy, dog. You crazy. <laughs> you know what it is. Yeah. No, nah, man, you know, it's 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 uh, it's like like I was saying, how you um when you was working with Sev, how you realize the connection, the six degrees of separation is is you know the gravitation of the peer group, it just happens, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like objects yeah. floating in, in, in the universe, they just gonna start circling each other and stuff. You just can't help it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you know, I, I feel like Sean then, Price would have made it happen too. Like if he was mm. still alive, like I would be hella well off. You know what I'm saying? Being yes. down with the rug down imprint. So mm-hmm. of course. You know what I mean, that was a super unfortunate blow right. for me as an artist. You know what I'm saying? For him passing because I felt like even though Sean Price is those kind of guys that you know he's one of those guys like he don't like nobody. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he, and he <laughs> right. was tweeting about me. He was, man, he tweeting going crazy about tweeting. Like, you know what I'm saying? He didn't have to do that. So it's like, when you get, man, Sean Price is around Alchemist. He's like, man, yeah, I'm going to play. I'm Next time I'm around Alchemist, man, he in for a rude awakening. Everybody, anybody that I wanted to work with, he, he was like, man, yeah, I'm, we're going to make that happen. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Man, the last thing I was trying to get to happen was me, Sean Price, and Mac Miller over Alchemist beat. That was the oh, last thing I was trying to get. Man, I would have been mystical. Yeah, yeah. Let's say that. That's what I've been on. I've been on my Barcelona. I've been on my Barcelona game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my Bar- I've been on my. You know what I mean? B A R B A H R Barcelona. You know what I'm saying? I've been putting the unbelievable or the unthinkable. I think Westside Gun is like the prime example of something like that. Like just yeah. putting the unthinkable together. Oh, he does like it. Me. He does. He, West Side Gun is um the Lavar Ball of uh, a rap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Down to the snakeskin sneaks, dog. Down to the snakeskin. For real, yeah. his belief, the belief quotient is high. Yo, let's hit our first break. Yeah, let's, let's hit our right first back. break, and we're gonna come back and talk cannabis with Vic Spencer. Call our culture. Can I bust? Call our culture listeners. This is your boy Jason Griff, friend of the podcast. 
Just wanted to come through and let you know that I just dropped a new beat tape. It's called To Sample Only Water for 10 Days, and it's inspired by a John Frusciante album of a similar title. Hit up insubordinaterecords.com today and get yourself a digital copy. Use the discount code CALLOUTS and take an extra 15% off. So hit insubordinate records, drop that discount code call out, get yourself 15% off, and as always, long live Scorsese and fuck Jason Griff. We're back. Claw Coach Blam Sadiq. Yes, we have Vic Should Spencer. Be legit. Should be legit. That's my favorite. Should be legit. Be legit. He's the kill. He's the kill on track, Joe. <laughs> be legit. The dude never smiled, never had a mustache. That's the be legit. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Big chin. Big chin game. Yo, big, big chin. chin. Serious you know big, chin. big chain. Big chain. Big chin. Oh, big chin. No smile. Oh, I, I give I want to give props to your man Simmons with the uh, Cuban, the double Cuban mm. link the other day. I saw My that. that never nice. lost to the Knicks. My man. <laughs> never has lost. All right. So here we go. We're going to talk about it. And this this topic was actually brought up by uh, one of our Patreon subscribers and good good pals, Big R in SD on Twitter. He tweeted something about you guys should do a lineage of sadness bro- or a lineage of lineage broken dreams. Of broken dreams. <laughs> yeah. So usually exactly. we do lineage of greatness. Like, you know, we talk about D'Angelo, we talk about Nas, Ghostface, Raekwon, you know, the all timers, Mary J. This is my, this might be our first lineage of sadness or the curious case of we're talking about cannabis and full disclosure. The reason I'm on the show, the reason anyone has ever heard of me, Cannabis is, is because of cannabis. <laughs> cannabis, cannabis is, is the, the reason why. So I, as, as much as we're going to be critical and have fun and be real, without cannabis, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just a guy in Philly wearing a shirt, watching the game. Cannabis. cannabis There's no Zilla Zilla without cannabis. No. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's cannabis. DMX, Nori. That summer, that year, those guys. That's that's it. And you know, Wu Tang forever and all that shit. But cannabis. It's that one gold the main. Yo, y'all remember last? Y'all remember that gold CD? Yeah, the DMX first cannabis mixtape. I had DMX was cannabis yep. and had it was the first all like CDR. Like, oh, I don't remember this at oh, all. Oh yeah, so, so that was, was the like, big thing. Yeah, it was this gold CDR, so it was like reflective, right? Yep. And uh, and it was and it was and it was typed, but it was somebody had um someone typed you know, it, price it, typed it, it, and it was oh, and burned it on the CD, and it was all of um cannabis is reaching features and DMX, and remember they both had like ten a piece at that yeah, like time. Oh yeah, they were on Beach in the East, Desperados, Twenty Four Hours to Live, Boys to Men, and so they would just go. So the track listing was back and forth. DMX, cannabis one. So it was the first verse. Yes. So I'm trying to remember. Was it the whole song? or Was it just the verses? No, it would be the whole song. So it would be like DMX with Mike Geronimo, Usual Suspects. Majabu Mace, on their shit. yeah, it was Mace twenty four hours to live, yeah, and there yeah, was like a radio freestyle they did. It was like DMX, Nori, and Cannabis radio freestyle from them on Hot ninety seven. That was on there. Beast of the East was on there. Beast of the East was on there. Four three two one was on there. Um, I want to know what joint y'all sleeping on. Cannabis feature. No airplay by White Cloud. No airplay. Oh, good call. We no might have drop that in. Shit, oh, I hell, that, that is joint. a fire joint. Mm. That joint. It's fire. I rapped over. Oh, wait. That. No, I got that single. That no airplay. That's that shit is mean. And don't don't forget all the freeze verses. They count as cannabis verses. Don't forget that. Wait, what do you, what do you mean? The freeze one. Free from 106 and Park. Cannabis oh, wrote all free. that shit. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was on <laughs> Patriots. That's on Patriots. You remember she was talking about dolphins yeah. and aliens. And she's stuff. talking about like she says. There's one line she says. She says, "I'm I'm strangling brothers with my bow and arrow elastic." She says that. I'm like, you didn't write that. <laughs> you, you didn't write that in '98. She was she was she, killing us. She, she could hold too. the flow. I, she could hold the flow. But I was like, mm, she's like, you can't be the one rocking shit, specializing <laughs> special battle actors and not, uh, opt, optics. Six Opt- or yeah, yeah optics she's something like yeah. special operatives. Or she like, her yeah. voice, her her. <laughs> no, she, it was cool. She could, if she could have kept it up, that would have been. She should have dropped the project. He but was I was writing, even watching. Dude, he was writing yeah. for her, and he was writing for that kid A plus. He was writing yeah. A plus's bars. Oh yes, he was writing for A plus. Was on a nice handful of his feature tracks too. Yeah, because he was yeah. right. Because all of a sudden, A plus became lyrical talk about song. dolphins with lasers and yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. As soon as anybody starts talking about dolphins, anytime somebody's talking dolphins guys, with lasers, you know, cannabis is right. You guys are tickling my, uh, my throwback <laughs> fancy right now. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But he said so. But that that CD, like that DMX versus cannabis CD, really was you know on time. And then all the Clue mixtapes, him rhyming on you know '97 mentality mm-hmm. and then ice cream. And- cannabis, cannabis, freestyle. Speaker frequencies, dogs will have trouble hearing. Cannabis is the lyrical version of German engineering. Raw metaphors keep you high for months. Fly around the earth twice without refueling once. Ain't too many categories I can fit in when it comes to spitting. Cause I'm overqualified for the position. The laser guided, lyrical hybrid, creating scripts so sick. I gotta arm wrestle my pen to write it. Don't get excited. Cause if I ever catch one of you wanna bees biting, we're gonna be fist fighting. So motherfuckers, what you want? I got the shotgun pump. You feel like a frog and jump. I possess the lyrical ammo to battle or rip any one of you warm blooded mammals to shambles. I make examples and you will eat a mouthful of your crew. The type of MC you can't outdo. I battle you on the net, I battle you in the flesh, I battle you over the phone, you can call me collect. I battle you for the respect, I battle you over a blank check, I battle you with a gun to my neck, I battle you standing over the toilet with my dick out, I battle you juggling a hand grenade with the pin out, in a stolen car with the VIN number ripped out, drinking a Guinness style, doing a 360 spin. I stay right just like Farrakhan puffing on the marathon You understand where I'm coming from? You number one, then I'm negative two Basically, that means I'm still better than you Basic mathematics, the verbal mechanics of rhyming Behold, I crush a piece of coal and create a diamond On the microphone, I'm sicker than those who've acquired immune deficiency syndromes And every word I utter for hip-hop lovers Will reflect forever like two mirrors facing each other The baddest, M other, F Ucker. Let me break the style down so you don't have to wonder. I walk the B lock with the G lock, C lock, trying to get the I thought it was curious real quick. I thought it was curious. He left he did um features but in the um mainstream lane. Yes. He wasn't on yeah. he wasn't on sound bombings. He wasn't no. on raucous things. He was on he Universal he heard Motown Yeah, Right, right. So yeah. I just want people to yeah. always know Universal. the distinction of like because some people say, like, oh my god, Nas, he's a major label artist. Like yeah. nothing major wrong label. with like don't. Somebody trying to tell me Nas is underground. I was like, I don't think you understand what we're talking about here. Like, when you say has, thirty million records, you, you have, have a budget. <laughs> you have a budget. You have you have deals with Hennessy. You're not, you know, Hennessy didn't call Ill Bill. They called Nas. I'm, just, <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm sorry. <laughs> Straight up and down. You know? So I, th- I think what's ill about cannabis was he had the whole industry approach. He had the DJ Clue mixtapes. He had, yep. and he had the affiliation with Lost Boys. Where they were, they were shouting him out, and then he like, kind of claimed right. Def Squad for like a year. Did he? Yeah, he was claiming really? Def Squad because he would I he would say that. like Group Home and Def Squad, and he was he was on Keith Murray's album. Um, uh, it was uh, weird. He was so he was kind of like 
down with Lost Boys and rhyming all over their shit because they weren't like super lyrical. They were just about the flow and, and the beats and the hooks, which are awesome. And then he was kind of down with Death Squad. I don't know how or why. And then when he drops finally on his album, it's like Fuji's. You know yeah, what I mean? It's but, like well, it's Wyclef yeah. specifically because the Fuji's had nothing yeah. to do with his record, True. which I, True. which yeah. everybody thought was kind of curious. We just we were connecting the dots, so we thought Wyclef producing it. Oh, there'll be a couple of Lauren verses and Prize might pop. You know, we thought right. that, but it was another whole pocket. And I give it up to yeah. Wyclef because it, it wow. did surprise us, but we just assumed it would be like, like whatever Wyclef thought the Fuji All Stars was gonna be, I thought that's what Cannabis was gonna. Sprout yeah, you know, know what it was? It's, it seemed more like at the time, and I've had a lot of time to think about this as well. It seemed be, the only reason why Clef got him or to work on that record was it was kind of like how the industry works in Alaska probably knows more. He's been in the higher, le- highest levels potentially where people just want to get you because other people want you, not because okay. the best landing spot or to, you make the most sense. To keep you from under, yeah, to keep you from yeah, making yeah. money so with like, other people. So like yeah. why Clef, who's the, the Fuji succeeded because like Lauren was the lyricist and then also singing. And then Clef was singing and playing instruments and dancing on tracks. And then Praj just gave you like the eight bars of the ill voice and then kind of stayed out of the way. It wasn't yep. about like, he didn't like, like Clef didn't have like a, a production team, like, you know, the, the hitmen or some shit to say, like, no. oh, I, oh, we know what to do with, with, with cannabis because cannabis was showing you, on all of those mixtapes, like here's the shit he sounds best on. You know what I mean? Now they granted they were all like industry hit records, like I said, incarcerated Scarfaces or Ice Cream. But when you get his album, none of that's on there. Like all the things he was showing you, there's even a joint he did with Clue on he's just rhyming over um Brick House. She's a brick, mm. like that break, but Clue was just and he is murking that shit because the song is bouncy. He's fucking snapping on that shit for four minutes. His album comes out, there's no dancey like up tempo shit like you know what i mean it's like it was a strange consortium it, yeah, not, but, not it, but it also came after carnival which was like a nice departure from fuji's right so yes. kind of like it kind of showed you like wyclef has some crazy range that he could run with so right. he might be able to really do something interesting with this record and he did yeah that's what, what i thought it was, it was on the carnival was he on he the was carnival? not no, he was on the was, remix for going to november airplay joint came from because it was on a maxi cd or something like yeah, that. Right. I think it was Gone to November. Max yeah, he was on the remix for Gone to November as yep. well. And he's all in right. double videos. He's like painted on He could have did so well on yeah. Apocalypse, man. That joint yeah. Apocalypse. I think that's my favorite white Yeah. Yeah, I that think it was cool. like, so all, So like we're saying, all this anticipation because we thought that this was like, you know with hip hop, when you know that there's recipes for something special, mm-hmm. all the detox whispers. So you're just kind of like doing the baby hands. And you're like, you can't wait because you know they're going to do something. And then they kind of, when they go left and divert expectations, you know, it could go, it could go right. a million directions and it went, and it went down. And so <laughs> what was your, I'm sorry, last week. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess we could get into this a little later. I was just looking at like the difference between the buildup to his first record and then his second record, which came out less than two years later. And nobody gave a single solitary fuck about that second record. The no. second album is way doper because it, it's just what people wanted yeah. on the first album. Was about to say but that. nobody gave yeah. a fuck about it. Nobody <laughs> checked it. Nobody bought it. Which which second album are we talking about? 2000 BC. 2000 BC. Before BC. Can yeah. I Bus. Yep. Okay. 
Okay. It was basically like how Eminem just keeps being like, I'm sorry for the last album. It sucked. Here's the better version. Yeah. Eminem mm-hmm. Cannabis did that first. <laughs> oh, Eminem has number yeah, two. Just to street. bring them back. Yes, yeah. Marshall yeah. Mathers, too. Mm-hmm. And he did a Slim Shady, too. Didn't he do a Slim Shady, too? I don't know. Who, who cares? He did a Marshall Mathers part, too. He did a part, too. But so Horrible. what I'm wondering then is at, at that moment, though, what, because like I said, cannabis is why I'm here, period. Can't, I can never mm-hmm. shake that. What, what did he mm-hmm. mean to you guys going into that first album? Were you like on, you know, fuck I, thought it, was, I, I thought it was going to be something to shake the planet, man. I really did yeah. because he was out here. He was out here. He was like really spitting, you know what I'm saying, on a, mm-hmm. on a commercial level. And then, you know, with the LL thing, and it just kind of took him over the top. And it was mm-hmm. like, ah, you had this expectation of cannabis. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, man, yo, he got to go crazy now. He he, he came at LL, you know what I'm saying? The, the lead single, it's nuts. You know what I'm saying? He got Mike Tyson in the video. It's yep. like, man, it's time to, it's, 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 it's up there. And you know what I'm saying? I think they wrote that single for a very long time. You know, yeah, good hot minute. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Good hot minute before that album dropped. So I think that 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 the that the single and all the anticipation prior to the single was all tied in together in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like ah, you know, he came at L and then he then he dropped this this single. Like I felt like that when he came at L, you know what I mean? It kind of like forced everybody behind the scenes to be like, hey, we need to do something now. We need to push the button now. You know what right. I'm saying? And right. then, you know, they I guess they were why 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 that single was cooking, sizzling, you know what I mean? It was going crazy for weeks. And they were probably curating that out. That's what I think. That's mm. that's I mean, that's my theory on it. I think that they were working on that album in the midst of working, I mean, in the midst of enjoying that lead single, Hell yeah. which was which was better, which was just the album that that single was the album (laughs) but but then in the timeline like i think a lot of the buzz ended when ll dropped uh rip the jack whatever that song's called yeah it's so like he really kind of just took the wind out of his sails with that song Mm -hmm. man no ll was bodying him man giving him like mad hey tim ll was giving that man Body blows after mm-hmm. body blows. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them. The point, a lot of them. When he said your fans don't even exist. That's the line right there that was like, it's over. Nobody cared. Like, when nobody cared, you hear LL, that cursing, fuck cannabis. I bodied him last year on the greatest of all time album. I'm like, yeah, man. It brought back another, like, just imagine, like, seeing when, um, when you seeing uh, Mike Tyson just knock somebody out, yep. you've seen it a zillion times already, but you see it yep. again, and it's like that same feeling. Oh, and here yeah. comes yep. LL again, again and again and again. I think LL took his ass out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the the irony of the whole thing is because it was LL putting back putting his fangs back in. People were giving LL the first round on fourth. They were just giving it to him just for, you know, staying, like, yeah. not getting knocked down, getting bloodied up, but not getting knocked down. Then on top of it, then he dropped a 17-minute, you know, slicer with any name, and he's Jesus flipping Christ. everything that Cannabis said about him in his great single, right? This is his yep. greatest song. He just takes it. He does a science project. Four he bars, defanged like four the bars. whole thing. I'm going to flip it this way. 
And he said, you think my what, my fans that wear high heels? Your fans don't even exist. And that was like, That was boom. just, oof. Was, oh. Yeah. And then everybody started um, re- reversing it. Like, oh, man, this is back when L.O. was killing Cool Moe Like, they were giving him, like, wins, you know what I'm saying, from old shit. And it's just like. He said 49 and was, pounds trying to be a mobster run around town with the Bob Marley imposter. and it's just like what are you gonna do and can can we be real about like the line that cannabis had at the beginning of that verse in four three two one wasn't like a diss like ella was kind of a dick about setting that off and that was was like a dick move on l's part yeah i want to say absolutely i agree with that yeah he he was being sensitive i think he got gassed up Yep. But he's still LL. And so and so when, when cannabis left or when he got this when when cannabis wasn't there and he's listening to the verse, somebody's right over his shoulder. Oh, you gonna let that little nigga say that about you? You gonna let him say mm. that about you? He's talking about he that. Didn't even, that's a but the whole thing is he even asked permission. Yeah. He's like, yo, let me borrow that. It was like he came out of no, super timid in no, the verse, no, no, and then no, no, LL no. was like, oh wait, wait, last, you're forgetting. So I doing this research, the first version was like 40 bars from cannabis, and the line was in there. Right, and he redid it. He never no, but wait, but he, but it's like a forty bar thing. So I think L wanted to chop his legs off anyway. Like, look, you're not getting forty bars off of my song. And mm-hmm. now that I think about it, change this part too. I think that's yeah. how it kind of worked. You know what I'm saying? And it's okay. And he and he literally changed it. And again, probably somebody in his ear, like, you know, come on, you can't let the young boy like his. He's new. And he's like, you mm-hmm. know. But it again, it's it's mis- it's interpretation because if if LL started his all right. Or you know, boom, bust. Now your turn. Let me get my mic back. Put mm-hmm. it in the arm. You know what I'm saying, Lionel. But then he also I, did the video and cut him out of the video. Yes, he's not in the video. <laughs> yeah. And then they released the remix video with Master yeah, P. It, and then what, Cannabis is in the re. But he's not with anybody. He's like on. Top, he's like dressed on, as a linebacker. He's what's going on in oh the first right. video when he's not on it? What are they he doing? Just, like, Red Man, DMX, and Meth. He was the dressed up like the football player in Daria. Or like yeah. that <laughs> like that's just how, but no, when they first dropped the first video and cannabis is versus on there, what are they doing? They just kind he's of not in the room. No, they cut it out. He's, it's just not oh, he's not in there. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, a good point. He's, not, he's definitely not in there, but he is in that remix, right? Like right, with Master control. P. I like Master P. At that oh, time, I love Master yeah. P. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have yeah. a coke yeah. and a smile. The party don't stop, but it get but wow. In the video, he's just wearing a Denver Broncos jersey, like in the door of a Seven Eleven at night. He's just like waving a towel for no reason. So, so with me and cannabis, right? You know, just to keep it uh, get it back centered. So with me and cannabis, it was like, yes, this was a lyrical monster. It was, it was a potential for him to switch gears. But the same way that we were bigging up Biggie, I didn't see Cannabis show um, his style. So check this out. Puffy suggested to Buster, yo, there's got to be some songs where you're not doing the hype, the hype of Dungeon Dragon. Dragon And he's saying like at all through the whole song. Like, you know, maybe people have suggested that to Buster and he kind of does the little whispering, he dances around. But he said, do the whole song in a calm tone he said, sometimes girls don't want to do all of that. They get out of breath. And so he did put my, put, put my hands where you, uh, put your hands where my eyes could see. And that's why he did it in that tone. And if mm-hmm. y'all know right after that, that opened up a million different lanes for Buster to go vocally. Cannabis was a slave to his own caricature. He never changed the tone. He did any song. Even when he's talking about a girl, she is my world. She is my pearl. 
he never turned it down, turned it up, switched it up. And so now it doesn't matter um, how, how many syllables you're getting off. It doesn't matter even what type of beat you're getting because you're just droning me out with this style. Now, mind you, we've seen plenty of people that lean on a style, but I don't, it's not the same way. Like I'm, you know, Junius is, Jizz probably sounded the same most of his career, right. but but there's also moments where he doesn't. And Cannabis never gave himself that opportunity for the moments. He sounded the same on every track. And so now yeah. when we're getting into the second album, third and fourth albums, I'm 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 exhausted by that time. I'm like, I, you know, I can't listen to this guy. Like, like it was like my man Nine. Like everybody knew we couldn't get a whole album Nine. Yeah. And I and he, you know, that song was it because you you're not gonna be able to listen to 16 tracks of that. You know what I mean? That's probably Lord Had Mercy's issue. You know what I'm right. saying? Like you're not you're not you got to be able to diversify your bond, diversify your portfolio. And he was a prime example of that. Interesting thing though about cannabis too was that his his best features you know like beats from the east to me is arguably the best verse i've ever heard in my life like straight up rhyming i don't care about pocket cadence just just written bars on it on to read like i I know that whole rhyme inside out that joint is unbelievable but it's on a lost boys album i think bink did the beat like he just had to walk into that shit and just set the world on fire, which he did. But like Red Man's on that song, you know what I mean? Like Cheeks is on that joint, A plus is on that joint. I got a I question think, for the panel, but real quick, I want to say that he, yeah. I think he, I think when it, when he was left to his own devices, like we were talking about Sean previously. Like I, 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 I've been around Sean a handful of times, and when he was in Philly years ago, and Sean kept it a book where Sean was like, "I'm not good at hooks, so on my solo albums, you're gonna hear Tech do a hook, you'll hear Suede, I mean Steel do a hook, you'll hear." Buckshot do a hook. You'll hear Rockness Monster do a hook. Like that's something I need to get better at. And this is him, you know, later on in his career, blowing up off uh, Monkey Bars and Sean Price. But even he knew, like, that's not my strong suit. And I think with right. cannabis, it was like at that time he was so hot. If you just put him in a situation where, like, all we need is one amazing verse per song, that's it. And then we'll kind of fill in the rest with features or a singer or someone else doing a hook for you. And here's the beats. We got a beat from Clark Kent and Diamond D and RZA. Like, if you just basically gave him the Capital Punishment album, like production-wise, the producer rollout, and had someone just kind of A&R in it, it would have been a slam dunk. Like, he's had it. You know, and, and like and Cash was saying, like, you're playing off of him rhyming one way. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just kind of limit that. But when you when you get it, it's still fucking blowing everybody else out that, that time. What are you gonna say that? But do you think he came in the wrong era? Like, if he came out like in 2017, and he would just be like doing like what what Ka does, you mm. know, just like heavy rhyming. There's more, there's more no. motive. Like, that's why I want to ask y'all. Do you think he kind of tricked us to to yes. appear in a sense that we were more <laughs> no, impressed? Like, no, yes. but check it. Do you think he tricked us? with we are so impressed because of the bar count remember we were getting 30 40 60 bars each time right and it makes you feel like that capadonna effect oh yes. man yeah. he's so great he's been rapping how long he's been rapping i don't even mm-hmm. know and he keeps going and he's good at keeping attention while he keeps going you know some people right. trail off and stuff so but like he also like he had like a gimmick that got tired right because he would drop like some super scientific shit, mix it in with like a couple street references 
you know, fucking throw a math equation in there, <laughs> quick conspiracy. And then like, yeah, that was his whole sneeze. Yeah. And it wasn't like, there was nothing beyond compound. that. There was nothing that you're like, oh, this is a person. You're like, True. this is yeah. just a rhyme book, right? It's not like a person and you're not learning anything about him or, or connecting with like him where he grew up, other than he's you know killing mean? a dope verse. Yeah. Right. It's yeah, like very, very technical, so. like, like like a technician. He, he would definitely do a compound. C3H34. <laughs> he's yeah. like, y'all don't know he's nothing doing... about Bionautical 22 clicks off a map. I'm like, I don't. I don't you know. know. He definitely went. He's Nautical. doing Morse code. <laughs> he definitely, but he see, he could have went and got a deal with Nautica and, and, and start, <laughs> yo, that's answer. where my brain goes. He should have had a, a deal with Nautica talking about the Nautical items and all that. But yeah. but he could have like if he came out in like the the king of the dot or you know like that era like he mm. would have been the biggest thing in the world. Oh, I don't know because the last battle he went to with disaster. Yeah, but he, he pulled out his. Out. He pulled out a notepad. Yeah, like, but I'm saying like, like if, if that raw version of him came out. Okay, right, right. You right, know right. what I mean? Like, like, like the '97 cannabis came out right yeah. now. Yeah, he right, would, he right. would he would be. I mean, if you just let's say, yo, bro, here's all you have to do is put out ten songs. They could be two and a half minutes straight, grimy shit. You just rhyme. He yeah. would, but he would be. But the everybody that's going for it evolves. Like somebody that comes to mind, and God bless the days. Idea, idea was just a rhyming machine. Right. Even his freestyles had a certain formula to them. If you if you listen to them enough, but then he started doing other things with abilities, and you know, growing his air. You know, he and started getting the jazz. Yeah, you know, start playing. But but that's but that's when his his fan base exploded. You know, before he right. passed. So, you know it. But and my thing is like I've listened to cannabis interviews and he believed in the hip hop system, but he not so much that he had to change anything he was doing. No, he was you know in the mean? wrong like, place though. He was like in a no win situation. Yeah, he put, just on a, on a, his, he put himself in his bad, not bad, but you gotta match what you've been putting out there. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, yeah. you well on your debut, you supposed to have been getting off. It's supposed to be like five songs. I found like that last four boys first mm. on that yes. album. You know what I mean? Yep. Smack bitches for trying to suck dick through the condom. Playing with the mic is something I won't do. My only concern when I approach you is to roast you. I smoke you or whoever you standing close to and make every man in your crew deny that he knows you. Defeating niggas like Seagull Steven, putting them season positions to prevent him from breathing. I make you question any and everything you. Believed it by peeping your deeper secrets like psychic readers. What's the matter with y'all? I splatter y'all against the motherfucking wall with these raw lyrics. I catapult. None of y'all got the balls big enough to battle. I go on and on like Erica Badu. A hundred times nicer than the best is. Twice as arrogant as KRS is. Who wanna test this? Fuck y'all. You don't impress me and no one can test me. The MC's so ill, I got ain't scared to catch me. All that shit you popping don't stop when I put you in a headlock and apply pressure till I crush your motherfucker. Let me ask you this, Let me ask you this then, because I think I think what you're amazing at, and I would always describe you to people, is that you have a very daring and fearless ear for production. Whereas, if you were putting out three to four albums a year and they were all the same kind of beat, I think it would. I think I don't know if people would still go for it, but you're comfortable on like seventies. Sunny Jim slick shit, and then you could do like, you know me with you. I like I like like Chicago, like almost house shit, like Loop God shit. Like you can fuck with yeah. all that. You 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 you've really touched on every type of style anybody can put in front of you, from from tree shit to to Fanon who can do any style. Oh, yeah. 
I don't know if cannabis has the adventurous type of ear. And I think if he's not going to be that guy, then someone needs to step in that role. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 And I think, I, I think what they were trying to do with that per se, I think Wyclef was supposed to be that guy. I think right. that was the wrong. And I don't think he wanted to guy. really do that. He didn't really yeah. want to do that. Like he's the tough, wrong guy. He should have had, he, they should have, they should have had him something. They should have had him with LL shit or, mm. you know what I'm saying? Or, somebody of that caliber. Like, you know what I mean? Like I seen that they had pictures afterwards. And so they had to make up, you know what I'm saying? Somewhere mm-hmm. down right. the line. Right. So <clears throat> I feel like, man, or Razcast, man, somebody, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Or like if you got with Marley Marl, mm-hmm. like Marley, Marley's a crafter. He's going to craft or like Buck Wild. I'm just thinking of cats. That Even would if give you him signed the Loud Records, then you have access to like Rizzo. You have access to Havoc. You have access to Dead Prez. You see what I'm saying? Like At that time. you're yeah. in that yeah, space man. already to start getting those dudes in-house <laughs> To say, yo, we got you. Here's a pack. Here's three joints. Universal was like, they were stacked over there. You mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So, he like, had, his priority he was probably everything. like, but it's, it, and then also, like, we, we're talking for the man, but we don't know what his, you know, like, he, he, like I said, I was watching the interviews and he harps on these conceptual things he did. Like, he did, um, you know, Niggonometry, which is they turn yeah, into Negronometry, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, sucks. but you don't remember the video where he's head to sucks. toe in silver paint. And he's, yeah, doing, no. he's doing an Adonis pose. I'm like, this is the wrong idea. This, <laughs> yeah. It just, he's doing, Bro, I that's how, that's that part, on a clue like, tape, right? And cl- this is like the real last buildup to his album. And like that hit on a clue tape. And I'm the biggest cannabis fan. I'm the biggest clue fan in the world. And when that came on, I was like, mm-hmm. it was like almost missing the mark. It was this, you know what it was? It was the same missing the mark. How as when most tries it. It's out the park with the concept, right. whatever it is, where there's mad. Like even hearing DJ Clue like try to scream on it and get hype, I was like, no. Right. That was weird too, because <laughs> and it was just like it was just like a litany of wrong moves. When he should have went right, he was going left. When he should have yeah, went he was down, doing, he, was he was doing, doing Costanza, every instinct he, he had was doing wrong. the opposite. <laughs> and it, it was just and it was turning. And then so then you have the immediacy of like we said, we had all that build up. We, we're almost making him the new prince of rap, just like pure rap. Mm-hmm. And he and he fumbles, you know. It, it's I don't know. Is it like the running back? You know, that leads the team to the Super Bowl, Jamal Anderson, and and then you get hurt or just don't it don't turn out, and you don't talk about them no more. Like <laughs> he kept trying. Oh Lord, he kept trying. I mean, I mean listen, see, I I bought that. I can I could not wait for release day. I I tried to trick myself for a good three weeks that it was good. I kept being like, yeah, you know. You know, all right. I like Buckingham Palace and Patriots. Yeah, okay. Palace still <laughs> you know, get place. retarded. Yeah, you know, okay, that's cool. Get and retarded. After, yeah. It's like a month. I was like, I don't really. I mean, if those are the best. If those are the best songs, the best songs. Mm, yeah. But then when 2000 BC came out, and you were right, Alaska, like that, no one gave a shit because they were like we burned. Because yeah. everyone was like scorned. Because everyone was loving the rise. But that record is just yeah. like gothic classical beats. Him just spazzing. Nothing else. It was a boy cryer wolf theory. Mm. Yeah. Like, man, I'm not mm. trying to, man, I'm not trying to deal with this mess. Man. Do that again. You know yep. <laughs> I ain't and it just goes to this. show like the opposite of like the Wu-Tang effect. They were knocking out the park with the first album. Mm-hmm. You almost had to buy the second album. Like, who, you right. know what I'm saying? They that was important. Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. You ciphered with this man. Yeah. <laughs> Please regale us with this tale. So it, it was like 96 or 97. 
and we were um, at like New Eureka. So it was mm -hmm. like, you know, they would, after every show, there would be like the big ciphers where like everybody would hang out till like four in the morning. And it was, it was like me, Wind and Breeze, uh, this dude analytic that used to be part of Hangar 18 and like all the Adams family dudes um, and like Pumpkinhead and Pumpkinhead was hanging with cannabis. He brought cannabis around. So like we were all just hanging out rapping together and like he got, for some reason he got really into like Hangar 18 because at that time we were like real into the cellar dwellers. Oh, yeah. So we were okay. doing like, yeah. we were doing this Fantastic. like, we like, oh, when I do this, I do that stuff. And he was like, oh, that's just crazy. And, and we had like a couple like weird routines that we would do because like all the groups at Adam's family had these little routines that they would do. So we just like walked around the city like we hit like, we were at New York and we went to Washington Square Park trying to find people to battle. Went over to like uh, Grace Papaya on 6th Avenue and 8th just like trying to find yep. people to battle. Like just basically standing in Sixth Avenue, like ciphering with each other for like hours until like four in the morning. He was a cool dude. He just didn't stop rhyming. He was like one of those dudes that you're eventually like, all right, bro. Yeah. Oh my trying goodness. to eat a hot dog yeah. here. I'm trying to go to a diner. Good on the rhyming. You know, I, I heard you but, spit for two hours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that's the extent of it. It wasn't like anything crazy. There was nothing about him that was like, I'm going to be talking about him on a podcast in 20 years. something years. Right. <laughs> but, you know, it, it was known that he was like, he had some heat behind him though. So it was like, it was kind of like, oh, wow. This guy that was on a Lost Boys song likes us. Mm. <laughs> so kind of had that feel to it. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Yo, why, why, don't we, why don't we take a break and then and we'll come back and, uh, and we'll talk more modern cannabis, which is definitely wild too. Co-op Culture Podcast. Vic Spencer talking cannabis. We'll be right And back. I bust. Yeah. No, yes, you, can. you can't. Check it out, man. Zillarock here, newest remix project from yours truly, a collection of all my favorite remixes I've done for rap homies far and near. Anything I Touch I Bruise, Volume 3, Creators and Swindlers, available now at $3pistol.com. Name your own price. You can give me $10, $50, $0.09, I don't care, whatever you want to do, it's up to you. Got joints on there from DJ Manipulator and Conway La Machina, the machine Lush Life and Killer Mike, Griffin Scorsese with Vic Spencer, Castro with Def C, Colossal, and Elusive. From exclusive joints, remixes from Cryptic One in Alaska, and Steel Tip Dove with Prem Rock. Unavailable anywhere else. And oh yeah, this joint is only on Bandcamp, meaning it's unavailable anywhere else either. So check it out. You could also grab the Ill Red Zilla Rock and Unisex hoodie. Or not, but you would look 89% flyer. This has been evaluated by scientists. I promise you. Check it out. Peace. We are back. Um, real quick, shouts to our Patreon subscribers. You're getting access to the episodes earlier. You're getting access to our demo hangout sessions on Zoom. Um, and that's really it. We're not really giving you guys much else, but it's fucking cool that you support us and put money in our pockets. So thank you for that. Patreon.com backslash co-op culture. And you can fuck with us on Twitter. We don't have an Instagram yet. I don't feel like running more accounts in my life. So other yeah. podcasts have Instagrams. I don't know. I think we, we have to diversify our bonds and we can give, diversify. Give, you need more you need multiple media yeah, expressions. I mean, so we need shouts, more video. Shouts to Dad Bod, they're good on Instagram. Um shouts to you fucking know. Next Movement and Mike Eagle. We're not we're not on Instagram like that, but we are solo, yeah. you know, dolo, so is Vic. Um so here we go. So here's what I want to talk about now with cannabis. So that was the classic cannabis discussion, right? You kind of have to put that all out there. The modern cannabis discussion. Okay. So before we get into some of the chicanery, I will say this. 
when we when this came up on Twitter a couple of days ago, the homie Iceberg Theory was like, yo, Cannabis did an album with Bronze Nazareth a few years ago that's actually pretty yep. good. He did. And I, and I listened to it. And it is fucking good. Yeah. It is Wait. good. Sorry. That's that because of, yeah, but that's <laughs> because of bronze. It's because I ain't of bronze. Heard nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Vic and Alaska. It, so it's I bronze Nazareth. With y'all, man. I Yo, heard man. nothing. Yo. Is it C for C of Tranquility? I don't know what it's called. It's no, called, it's not that It's one. 2015. It's Bronze Nazareth. It's called like Time Flies and Something Dies. Time Flies, Life Dies, Phoenix Rock. Oh, fuck yes. that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 fuck that. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Um, excuse me. What? Let me tell you this what? right now. The shit <laughs> is fucking good. It's a good album. I was blown away. Raekwon's on there killing it. Bronze is rhyming, killing it. Biss is, Biss is like... Locked in, but is that direction? No bronze, is that boy Bronze Nas is doing? Because he it's knows because to, the beats are like super. He knows soulful, how to cook up loose. a decent project. Yes, yes, he always did. Bronze so, Nas holds like a cooker project. And I if might you want have to, to go I check can... this out. Vic, you will fuck with it. I'm telling you, I was shocked. I was sitting there like, Dog, this shit is 22 songs. Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Listen, bro. This, this is not. This, you're not. This is not winning a last one. It's like. That's like a four EP. You know, the primaries are not looking good. Who get the nomination? Nick Spencer's like, that's two projects for me. I got two from from this one. Cut it in half, boom. There's two projects. Oh, there's some bonus tracks. All right. But, you know. (laughs) It's good, dude. It's good. Oh, man. It's good. So, okay. okay, So, I'm just saying that, again, we're having fun, but we're also keeping it a buck. The Bronze Dance Out album is fucking good. It is good. All right. It is three and a half mics minimum. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Mics is, is so, proper. Wait, was it? Didn't Stoop remix a cannabis project? He did um, Rip the Jacker, and that's like 2003, maybe? Because I feel like there's those also a lot of guest appearances on here. Which one? On the the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of guests. That's fine. You just keep him in, in his one spot every song. But like that's the thing. Lines. If he realized that if I put together albums like Big Pun, that'll right. benefit right. me. But his ego would never Sean. let you think that. But his Sean, ego's Sean not built that way. Back solo then. on every He track. wanted, yo, son, I listened. It was a four four verse song I was listening to earlier. Okay. His. okay. Four Sean. verses. Yeah, what are like we Shouts, doing? Shouts Theravada. Theravada was like, back then, our third verse was 16 verses. That was that <laughs> yeah. was cannabis. That was them cannabis songs. I'm giving you three yeah. full verses, two full hooks. You're getting the whole breath of mm-hmm. like that song. You know, I think it has three full verses. Oh, I, I know it's like it's, there's a lot so of I just clicked on two songs from that record. I'm sorry, I'm like fixated on this now. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> One is him basically doing the Black Rob Woe thing about Rome. Yes. Okay. Okay, so that's dead we'll skip and then (laughs) there's another it's just like an interlude and it's like so some like woman being like the algorithmic interpolations all right look man it's the same cannabis record no i'm telling you it's good just play the album man Man. listen just play the 22 song album where else are you gonna go (laughs) it's fucking wednesday night i'm like i'm in my 40s i don't have that much longer to live i don't (laughs) spend Any brain cells on that dude? That's crazy. So let me. I don't have an hour and thirty-two minutes to listen to a record. Do this. Do this. Read. Read the discography after two thousand BC. Read these titles 
Read these titles out loud. Who's volunteering? That's I, I that's got you. you got the whiskey. I got you. Read the C name of the Hollywood album. stories. That one's weird. Oh my goodness. Mike <laughs> Club, the curriculum. I remember that joint. Yeah, the cover. So 2003, Rip the Jacker. That's the stoop joint. So he's finally coming back to that. Yes. The four, okay. the Horseman Project, which I never realized that dropped. My yeah, control. Kind of oh Hip hop for sale. Okay. For whom the Veltals? These are like whatever. Now we start getting into it. Okay. Melatonin magic. Sea <laughs> of tranquility. <laughs> tranquility. <laughs> Lyrical law. Sure. Yet accompli. Mm. Time flies. Life dies. Phoenix rises. Fuck with wow. that. And then we got the full spectrum dominance quadrilogy. <laughs> See, Vic, you, you ain't got no quadrilogy, Vic. You think you're slick out here with these sequels? Nah, fam. Bro, he gets busy. And here's, here's the thing. I've only encountered people oh, from Cannabis goodness. Twitter. People on Cannabis Twitter are fucking with all of these records. They love oh, it. Wow. They're in. <laughs> Cannabis Twitter is a very interesting place. Well, you know what? So what you know percentage of them are fans? from Eastern Europe? How about that? Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you know who else has dedicated fans? PR Terrace. Okay. You know, fans of fans. The PR Terrace has a dedicated following. He puts out records. Give me a break. <laughs> Eastern Europe. <laughs> Eastern Europe and fucking Arizona. People in the yeah. desert love lyrical rap. They just it's, and doesn't he have life. like a uh Juggalos are making fun of cannabis at this point. Stop. He has a, doesn't he have a military following from when he served? Don't yeah, he they, served. Don't they oh, like yeah, all yeah. stuff? Yeah, he, he's got the military. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying yo, yeah, he's got stuff. He's, He's like the fans. three doors down of rap. He's got He's fans. one of them. He's one of them. That's one of us. That's our patriot. Can yeah, I bust? Yo, I'm telling you. He's got cannabis Twitter. We'll, we'll fuck with all these records. They're going to come in our next one. I will, I will say this. Every, every record this. comes with a Punisher sticker to put on the back of your car. <laughs> I, will, I will say this. Bradley Cooper joint. <laughs> you know his, 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 his afterlife is a little bit more... Um, it's more enduring than say like those one hit wonders that flashed down. We had the, uh, the episode on Hammer, mm-hmm. Young MC, the not, the Ice. He didn't crash and burn as such as those. Like mm-hmm. I was watching the Vanilla Ice thing, and y'all forgot we came when he had the dreads. Yeah, oh, we talked about that word. Eminem dissed him. Yeah, he had the dreads. Yeah, to the extreme. Ninety four. Yeah. But so Pete like, this. But here's the interesting thing about cannabis. He popped up on fucking the song with um. What was it? He was on mixtapes, and then someone pulled him on a joint out of nowhere, and he kind of right. he was on a song where Royce the Five Nine over the Royal Flush beat from Outcast on one of Royce's mixtapes, Bar Exam, in like oh eight oh nine, and he went fucking crazy on it. Like people would still get him, rent like people like you wouldn't think would be still fucking with cannabis will pull him on joints, and you're like, oh, this this shit is competent. Like I, I mean, he's probably a breath of fresh air, but like. Right. A full length is probably not in his cards any ever again. Uh, he disagrees. Oh, yeah, just, he is the. I mean, of course, of course. <laughs> the quintuple trilogy. Yeah. I just, I just the, think. Um, okay, so here, here's the here's full the spectrum right dominance here. is going to be his like Skywalker <laughs> nine part movie. Or his Snyder cut. His Snyder cut. His four hour Snyder cut. Here's what I was asking yeah. though, in all seriousness. But okay, do we? Has has his career played out as it should have, because he's in a place now where he's indie. He's putting out eight thousand verse albums. He's putting them out a lot. He's putting out quadrilogies. Like, what major label dude from nineteen ninety eight is doing this shit like he is right now? 
it, the turbulence, he could have had a less turbulent flight. I'll say so that much. That, that's why I was saying he was like in the wrong time. Because if he came out, you know, him doing what he's doing, he wouldn't have had to go through all that mental like anguish that just like led him to make wild and stupid decisions. Like he was, he was genuinely let down by hip hop culture. That's his interviews. He's like, you know, I thought mm. he was doing it for, like he believed in that stuff, but you're in a major label. Like let some of the, the East, you know, nobody's putting money under your pillow for your tooth. And I think he went in there believing in some of the myths and act like his interviews, he would be, like I said, he was taking his caricature too far. I'm hip hop. And I thought the essence of hip hop and LL broke the third law of the fourth essence. No, man. Like, I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying there need to be a little bit more business-minded um, acumen behind some of the moves rather than I'm um, pure hip-hop, real hip-hop. You think you think the funky man, um, that's what they called him in the meetings? No, he sat up. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, do it all. They don't call it, you know, do it all. His beats, man. His shit, do it all like in, um, running for senator now. So like, I'm just saying, like, in the meetings, I bet you had to call him Can I Bust. You didn't call his name. And he might have had a, a vest. <laughs> he might have had a vest with no shirt on. I he might have been able like, to call him Bus. Bus. What, bus. Vic, what, what were you wow. gonna say about the beats? What were you gonna say about the beats? Man, I just could. Man, I, I think that cannabis always been like this raw spitter, always intriguing with the flows, and always had the raw cadence. But his beats was like no. And I feel like I feel like beats beats can save anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and beats, I, and people don't give a lot of credit to beats because they're so fixated on rhyme and rhythm to where they don't think the mechanics of the beat don't go with these rhymes. And right. I feel like, man, it kind of like got lost in the shuffle on somewhere down the line after uh, 2000 BC where I was just like unattached. Like, man, I was like, whoa, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. You can be the hardest lyricist ever, but if you're not getting on those solid beats that 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 uh that syncs all of that together, it's like, man, what are you really doing it for, man? And then yeah, and then doing that like same Astro flow over too. any beat. Yep, doing that same yeah, flow Castro over any said, beat. He said, you know, he, he around you get around to certain people, and you, and you on a major label, and and now you have this, you know, this persona. At, especially at that time where you got to drop these crazy, crazy sounding records, and, and and then you got the hip hop culture not really rocking with that, and now you're trying to dig yourself out of the grave and coming and doing digging yourself out the grave comes with all of these quadruple like quadruple, uh, you know, antics, man. But I just feel like, man, he didn't, he didn't. He didn't carry me. I didn't carry the torch. You know what I'm saying? Even with the, you know, he transcended to the little battle thing. I was trying to get into that. And I was like, <laughs> oh, man, come on, cannabis, man. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? What they go do? Go get some hot dogs or something afterwards? Yo, it could have been just normal. Like, if he just lost a disaster, like everybody kind of assumed, right. the disaster is steep in it. But then you're pulling out the pad. You got the broken arm. Right. Like it, it turned into a whole spectrum. <laughs> yeah. You know, it wasn't just like one battle that night. A lot of them cats corrupt done battles. A lot of them cats do battles. You don't even know it. But you knew he did that one. He just made it into a spectacle. Like he, it was a big notepad. So he 
He had problems pulling out the bag because he only had one arm. Like, let's be honest. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I that was out of control. Yo, disaster had to do half work. He did his verses, but he did. That whole thing was on cannabis. And it was like, yo, man, I remember watching it. It's like, yo, you're just making it worse. Then he was stuttering on his oh, flip Son, it was yeah, a big, it was a big, he had to flip the page over. He's flipping the page over. Oh. It's one of those big things. It wasn't even like open like a book. He had yes. to flip the page over Manila. He's yep. going over it. You heard, I, I think I heard a rhyme mm. from back when, like a little mm. two-bar couplet that he said before. And yes. then people were like, man, nah, so you got to stay in harm and high. Can I spit my shit? Like, you're just getting worse. He starts okay. screaming, can I spit my shit? I'm like, yo, man. Here's, okay, what here's I- what I'm thinking, okay? So I'm looking uh. at his features, okay? So what I'm thinking is, he could have just been like the cameo killer, the guy you just get to murk the feature. So he's on the Music Makes Me High remix with Lost Boys and Dog Pound. It's joint. He crushes that shit. He's on Uniform off the Rhyme and Reason soundtrack with Helta Skelta and Razkaz. Kills that shit. Beast from the East kills it. My crew from Lost Boys but, but kills see, it. That's what I was saying before. His ego would not allow him to just do features. Well, I understand, but he's also a major label entity, so they want to maximize him. But okay, common right. make making a name for ourselves destroys. I common. remember that the firm yeah, he... Desperados kills everybody. Four three two one. It's kind of a push to me with him and DMX. Like they really are amazing yeah. on this shit. Wait, then he has, strong. Right. Then he has Gone to November remix. He has Pure Uncut remix with 8-Ball, DMX, and McGruff. I don't even know that joint. I'm going to look that up. He's on... Here, oh, here's a classic that one. Was fire, that that joint it? was fire. Okay. Yeah. He's on... Here you go. Fantastic Four with Clue, Pun, Cam, and Nori off The Professional. That joint's That's a push. crazy. That's a push, though. But but the song's crazy, right? Then he yeah, has yeah. Um, Boys to Men off uh, A-plus album. He kills that shit. King Peace in the Chess Game with Slick Rick off the Art of Storytelling cool oh he's on pharaoh Monch internal affairs hell kills he kills pharaoh Monch and that's all then it gets a little weird then he starts he's on the black is black shit off the bamboozled soundtrack he's on the killer yeah, that's, album. He's a bad song, he's still, i forgot um, he was in that movie yeah Features do not a career make i know but i'm just saying like the this it was an upward trajectory of the but look at the tape look look at this sewing we got to do the tapestry we got to make this quilt of all these features and picking and choosing all this other stuff, man. He's got yo, he's got two right. albums with Keith Murray as the under gods. Oh yeah, I forgot. Oh my god. And Gods We Trust. You're, this one album's called yo, and Alaska, Gods We Trust I've Crush Microphones the Dust. Look, wow. wait, wait, stop. Yo, Vic is salty. Stop. He didn't name his album. That stop. shit. Wait, and gods We stop. Trust stop. Crush Microphones stop. the Dust. Wow. When he did the album with Keith Murray, and I'm a, I was a big Keith Murray fan, it was paralleling with the Wayne. Joel Santana, I can't feel my face, and the Omarion Bow album. I'm trying to tell y'all, these are the duos <laughs> that were battling. This is what I'm, this, I remember right. specifically. Those are the duos that were on the table. And I mean, he, him He's and definitely Keith going Murray for the 14-year-old mall market. Yeah, definitely. Kind of, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, yo. Antigas, pretzel stand. Close it up. Yo, yo close it up with the cardboard itch. cutout of himself. I'm telling Listen, you, man. Yo, if 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 Castro invented an album called "In Gods We Trust," crush microphones the dust. Oh, I'm gonna peep it. <laughs> we would never I name it that. I feel yeah. like I'm gonna call him. Like, what happened? Did you guys get head injuries? <laughs> yeah. He, he's got well, another no, album. We would call it head injuries and big budgets because that's the head only way we and big budgets. Yeah, yeah you guys right hate it. it. 
You guys are fucking. I just think he. I think he ultimately found his way. I think he should have always been indie artist. I think he should have always been prolific, which he is, making exactly the songs he wants to make, which he does. He doesn't give a fuck how you feel, Alaska. Twenty-two songs. But I'm saying that's like that's a story for every artist, though, right? Like he's. It's not like he's doing anything special. He's doing what every artist should be doing. Awakening. It's that old awakening. awakening. Like, look, yeah. the awakening. You know. I mean, look. I will say this, and and <laughs> praise to the gods of Grandmaster and Jizza and Mugs. Maybe something like that will pop up for cannabis out the yeah. blue, and we don't expect it. He gets right. with whoever, Apollo Brown, and right. they just make something really smooth and cool. Nine to twelve song. Oh, he did. He did a song with up. terminology. That's who it was. He did a song. Come on, man! Stop doing that! Stop! Stop doing that! Stop doing that, man. <laughs> Terminology has done five songs with everybody everywhere. That's, that's how can true. I count? That's true. And that's he not has count. He has done literally everybody. three to five songs with everybody. Him and uh, Chris Rivers. Bro, so here, like, here's yeah. here's the most on-brand song of all time. Him and Jet, Cannabis and Jedi Mind Tricks, Tibetan Black Magicians. That is that you can't on, you man. can't make that shit. That, that is beautiful. That is pure art right. right there. I, th- I think I, I I think we've come to a conclusion. I think we have. Okay. <laughs> I, th- okay. I think. Okay. Listen, shouts to cannabis. Hit, cannabis Twitter is going to come at our fucking necks. They're you know, start, and they're vicious. They're vicious. They're they, coming they, after Vic first. They're going to be like, "Pussy, you can't even rap this good." And they're going to start going through Vic's albums and YouTube. Cannabis and is like, like a second-rate Hobson. No, no, he broke Hobson. No, I don't know. He hasn't said Large Hadron Collider yet. So he still has room. Large Hedgehog Collider. <laughs> You're fucking hating, dude. Yo. <laughs> I am, because I'm, I'm using it in a rap. But I'm I'm cooler with it. My shit sounds more John Blaze than your shit. I think I think I think my my my, my largest uh frustration then, then we'll wrap up with cannabis is he had a song called it was a mixtape song called It's Logic, where he rhymes over the Jodeci freaking you remix beat. Remember that shit that Ray and Ghost rhymes mm-hmm. on? He mm-hmm. rhymes on that, and then he has Clue cutting in Nas saying, it's logic as long as there's nobody that's in my clique as the hook. So he says, you know, if, if a bitch got AIDS, I don't care if she sleeps with, it's logic as long as there's nobody that's in my clique. You can even admit you know who the gay rapper is. It's logic as long as there's nobody that's in my clique. I'm the greatest scientifically inclined mind since Einstein. I write blue ribbon rhymes for Nobel Prize time. Trying to shine with the shit I invent. I know I ain't perfect, but I'm 99.9%, which means I represent and get deep in thoughts with philosophies like a rolling stone gathers no moss at any or all costs. MCs get flipped. Rip, split, and toss with lyrical brute force, of course. Y'all niggas is Microsoft like doors. Fucking with me, you catch a free round trip to the mall. Cause I ain't scared of none of y'all. Word to our law, we could go to war with four balls. A swashbuckle with swords, toxicated off the la-la. On some rah-rah, I blow your stereo the fuck up if it ain't a high-five. Lyrical scholar, in the physical form of Allah. Niggas will tell you that I'm nice with the blah-blah-blah. With the knowledge of my forefathers, you niggas... So when you hear him on that, you're like... Him on this kind of R&B shit is perfect because the, the gravel, straightforward rhyming with the contrast is amazing. And again, people heard these songs. They made him the most anticipated person. And then Wyclef or whoever was like, yeah, we're not doing any of that. We're going to do a song about I him bet being you we sperm. Could do it. We're we him could being do, a sperm oh and then reaching the egg first. We could do a spreadsheet. We could, do a, we could probably do a spreadsheet of the features and the good song ideas. And matched it up with his first couple of albums and see that they they don't match. 
Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. all of the good ideas and the successful efforts, he didn't do that for himself for whatever reason. Yeah. And there it goes. cannabis. Remember that joint How Come on the Bullworth soundtrack? Yes. How Come? It was like some African dude singing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's talking all about like Y2K coming and the whole fucking world's gonna explode. And, oh yes, y'all. We are, uh, we we leaving that out. Y2K was the beginning of the fact that Y2K didn't happen, like cannabis predicted. And, and, and look, but and Buster, but look and what Goody Buster Mob. did. Yeah, Buster yeah. survived it. Goody Mob survived it, and cannabis fell victim. So Y2K not coming true. This <laughs> dude fucking Screwball named their album Y2K. You know what yeah. I mean? Shouts to Screwball. Take up the Screwball, yo. That's the Y2K rappers everywhere. All right, so that that's gonna wrap up our uh, our, our lineage of broken dream, whatever we end up calling this one again. Lineage of what, broken dreams. Y2K is the Boulevard of Broken Dreams with with cannabis. Bullworth soundtrack rap. Bullworth soundtrack. Yeah, there were some joints of the Bullworth soundtrack rap. Oh yeah, it was back. Had that joint with LL and and Dre. Zoom, 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 zoom. The least relevant Dr. Dre song of all time. No, the Ghetto Walt. The ghetto waltz, that video he did. Stop no, but that, that was from Been There Done That. Yeah, I've been dead. And then fucking Razcast took the ghetto Razz waltz part. The whole Man, thing. boy, I love that shit right there. <laughs> 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 dancing in the video. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Man, I used to be rapping over. I, well, I rapped over that on the SoundCloud. I put it all out on SoundCloud. I rapped over that. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is nice. I'm, when I get old enough to get my pen game up, I'm going to rap over that. And I sure did. I sure did. That beat is one of the greatest beats of all time. My disappointed thermostat is about to crack I'm back up in this bitch like I was never under attack Select features, sit back and connect the pieces Inject the thesis, spoke to the beat, left it speechless Watch for polices, telekinesis, clocking procedures Fat niggas who can't fly catch seizures I'm not beneath you, I could defeat you But you ain't worth the crime Without you niggas, the earth is fine Go to church this time Came out of Kush coma, won't end a rap Say whatever I want, Joan Rivers done told me that They brought it back The streets have a one way Homie, you a bald face lie, put a toothpaste on it. Didn't go rally because I had studio time. Who time? I should value yours or mine. You didn't sign as an artist, you signed as a promoter, and you doing a poor ass job, so you about to get rolled up. Still blessed, I ain't worried in a while. Kill him with success and bury him with a smile. Look at all the shit I was off. I paid for shit because I was lost. Selling all the shit that I bought, but I still spit raw. So I ain't known just off clothes. Hella niggas in group homes, sporting your bones, rolling the smoke, chiefing for hope. Speak for the folks who didn't have confidence in self, reaching for notes. Oh, baby ass niggas, I'm the shit, you a papa. Yo, syllabus don't get red on the campus. What you know about little niggas calling you pops? I did a lot for Chicago in general, but that ain't where I stopped. I don't want to be in nobody else shine, no beef with no niggas, nah, not this time, not hard to find, just because I'm not at your party, you not at my shows, so we don't fuck Dude. with each other. And then it was Ghetto, Fabulous, broadcast yeah. live from Los Angeles. Wait, what was, the, what was the song? Yeah. Yeah, Rass What was the song? No, what was the song that led into the ghetto? Uh, to the ghetto wall. Then they're done that. Then they're done. Oh, been, I've been there. I done that. I don't have a good tailor. I look fat. All right. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop my background real quick. So, so fucking. Th- this is for Vic real quick. So he could just, he could just see what your man's working with. Boom. Rass assassination. Oh, I know. 
<laughs> look how he, look how, look how he's, he's crouched out. With the green. I always remember the picture. green. The, the, the tennis ball green shirt oh, is yeah, the key because to the rest. Oh, yeah, open it up, doesn't he have, like, biker green shirt? Like, yeah, there's a lot of green on the inside, on the CD. On the CD oh, inside. I, I had the CD, all, too. I got the, the CD. I had the CD, and I got the vinyl. So yeah, the CD like, is okay. all of that lime green, blue. All that lime green. He got some lime green sneakers on, I think. In the Very lime yeah. green. It was, it was a good look yeah. for Rescue. He's got the joint. That was Rizzo. the lettering. The lettering was that that green. He went ham with that. Yo, love, love the green And then he that has that, that song. To, um, yeah, I, I like that album, death. man. I like, yeah, I that's ain't fucking with you. You're not to Yo. be fucked with. I play that every, every once in a while, like. Ice Age? Yeah, that's one of my joints. Nigga be hovering you. He be mm-hmm. bothering you. Dude, waterproof? Dude, waterproof. Waterproof, waterproof MC? Yep. Waterproof yeah. MC. Waterproof MC. Oh, man. Yeah, see the bastard. Fire, fire. See the bastard. Oh, yeah. Because see the bastard. Interview with a vampire. And he got the um interview with a vampire. That's yep. it's too, the a little too long. Yeah, but that's like, fire. I like that uh, pimp yo nigga in the pimp dress. Oh, sweatsuit. Yep. The Kooji sweatsuit. Yo, he's he's got production from Jazzy Faye on his album. A young oh, Jazzy, Jazzy Faye. Faye. That's he man. He's got credits on Jazzy his Faye was fire. And yo, he was a man. man. He was Russ a man. I got, I got it for three dollars. I got this joint it's right out the bit. Vinyl. Yeah, all right, big. Before we get out of here, where can people locate you, support you, and uh, you know, keep uh, checking your finer efforts? Everything Vic Spencer, man. I've been on on social media so long. I was able to catch my name and own them. Vic Spencer, wow. you know what I'm saying? There you know, everything. No underscores. No underscores. No underscores on nothing. Yeah, I even called Vic Spencer on um on Clubhouse. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm yeah, You know, I caught the Vic Spencer man. Yeah. So Vic Spencer, everything, man. You type in Vic Spencer, you gonna see. That I got like the first 1,500 pages. Please go buy my man's stuff. It's all classic material. If if you can. Oh, that that, I mean, get get the digital hold you over. And when the drop comes, stay by your computers, Pacific Mountain Time or whatever. uh, Downloading too. You know what I'm saying? Oldfarluggage.com, you know what I'm saying? The website is up, but you know what I mean? I ain't got no merch or nothing on that right now, but mm. you know what I mean? It's coming. And I, for, for the listeners that they can't see the video, he is doing the baby hands. It's coming. Straight up so again. you know that's serious. All right, <laughs> what happened to that boy? Brr. All right, we out of here, man. It's call out culture, man. Yeah, man. Alaska, Zilla Rocker, Curly oh. Castro, Vic Spencer, you know what yeah. I'm saying? We doing it. All our call out cultures, follow us on Twitter, call out mm-hmm. cold pod. If you want to join the Patreon, do it right now. Mm-hmm. Slots are limited. No, they're not, <laughs> but I'll say that anyway. It's a party every time. You know what I'm saying? And I'll just leave you this. In God we trust, crush microphones of dust. Oh my God. <laughs> Keith, Keith Murray, what was the deal? Now the title to me. It's a mindset. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Ladies, peace, y'all. Peace, peace. Talk to me.